Welcome to the Divine Feminine Revolution Podcast, where women are magical and empowered. I'm your host, Dr. Megan Monday, psychologist turned transformational feminine business coach. This podcast is for you if you want to prioritize your own pleasure, face your fears, and manifest your desires. This podcast is sponsored by the Fearless Feminine Academy, where I teach women how to turn their trauma into their superpowers. My goal is to show women that we can heal our world by creating time and financial freedom by doing whatever the fuck we want. Are you ready for the divine feminine revolution? Let's get vulnerable and go deep. I'm so honored that you're here. Hello. I'm so excited to be doing this Divine Feminine Revolution podcast with the amazing Divine Feminine Goddess, Tara Grace, wealth expert. <laughs> so I hope you're going to lay some of your amazing money mindset magic on us. And usually the way I start out these is just kind of with a little bit of a brag intro. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do. We were talking about in the green room, you've been one of the divine feminine pioneers. So like hats off to you. What an important mission. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to share, you know, my wisdom and teachings um, with you and with your audience. So I always count it an honor. Always. So thank you for being such a champion of this work. And may we continue to walk side by side in this beautiful destiny. Um, yeah, so um, I am a spiritual pioneer in the women's entrepreneurial movement, which means for the past 15 years, I've dedicated my life's work to the spiritual and financial liberation of women primarily, although I do serve a few kings. I grew men to become benevolent kings and men love men that love being able to be awakened in their divine masculine. So it's been an honor, but primarily I serve women and I'm a feminine wealth and leadership expert to women around the world. I've served hundreds of women personally one-on-one. I have over 30,000 hours of real mastery coaching one-on-one and have touched, you know, tens of thousands of women um, just with my message. And I started before social media was a part of our daily lives. And I know that that is almost kind of hard to even think about in this online world that's moved so, so fast. But, you know, before this term of divine feminine was trending online, I was bringing women together in my city in my nation to bring the conversation around spirituality, leadership, business, and being a woman and how to, and purpose and how do you merge all of that together? Because this was a time when we were still wearing, you know, uh, suits, <laughs> like even as entrepreneurs. And so, you know, and, and there, there was this, there was this division between who you are in the business world and who you were in your, in your spiritual life. And there was this great divide. And the reason why there was this great divide was because um, when women entered into the marketplace, um, we we entered into a marketplace society that was literally manufactured by men, and not just any kind of man or men, but wounded masculine men. You know, it's it's it now is the time where the divine feminine is being rooted and rising. It's rooted, it's being rooted to rise in us, through us, and as us, and not just as women, but as men too. Because, you know, I believe Jesus the Christ was the was the master teacher of embodiment for ascension. And he was so integrated in his divine masculine nature. And so a lot of my teachings is from my, 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 my ministry days. I have since evolved and expanded and have grown in my understanding of what God means to me and how it's not limited to the four walls of the church. But I'm so grateful for really being a student of Christ because there is so much wisdom. So I would describe myself as a divine feminine Christ teacher. 
a divine feminine Christ consciousness teacher, because I understand I've had to go on my journey of awakening and that awakening was through my relationship to Christ, but then it expanded on the yogic path. And I was introduced to all the beautiful, you know, goddess archetypes and developed my own relationship to Isis, you know, of Egypt and discovered my own Egyptian lineage. So there's this beautiful uh, lineage within my heart and within my soul and within my lives um, that I'm able to pass on. And at the end of the day, really what we're here, if we're here to bring transformation in the lives of others, what we're doing is we're passing along our lineage. We're passing along the principles that we've embodied and the practices that we've mastered to create what we've created in our lives. And if we can, if we can pass that on to others, what we do is create this beautiful legacy of love. And that's what I'm interested in is the supporting and empowering visionaries to embrace their sacred financial destiny, lead their legacies of love, and be the full embodiment of the highest vision, version, and vibration of who we're here to be on this planet. And that is through deep spiritual growth, personal growth, leadership development, and a higher level of wealth, wealth consciousness and service to love service. I love that so much. So much channeled through you in just a couple minutes. I'm so impressed and there's so many different parallels that I relate with. So I love seeing, you know, it's such a mirror to see someone interested in the same things. Um, So, you know, one thing that really piqued my interest and a, a big part of my mission as well is obviously like the spirituality, spiritual awakening, helping spiritual entrepreneurs make money. Um, but I think women in particular have been fed um, lots of lies around scarcity and hustle. And like you said, kind of coming up in that wounded masculine culture, right? Um, so I'm kind of curious, like, how do you help women sort of unpack all mm-hmm. of that programming that keeps us small, broke, um, people pleasing? Yeah, beautiful question. And the the true answer is not a strategy. It's not something you you discover that's outside of you. It really is an, a beautiful, expansive, inward journey that we get to explore. And um, I get emotional every single time. You know, it doesn't ever get old for me, even though it's been over a decade. But my heart is so in love with devotion to service and to love's purpose and. I'm probably feeling all the people that are watching right now or that will watch the replay and their heart and I feel their hearts. I'm highly intuitive and very sensitive. And so I do feel very deeply. And, you know, every question that anyone ever has when it comes to transforming anything in their lives always comes back to identity work. And, you know, people come to me and they launch into six multi six, seven figures and even eight figures in revenue. Uh, they want to know how how do I embody my medicine? How do I express myself? How can I be as confident as you are when you show up in the world? You know, how can I really give myself permission to receive everything you know that I could ever dream of? And it comes back to identity work. You know, who who am I really? Like, who am I really, and who am I choosing to be in every given moment? And what's so beautiful about this life? is that we really are master creators. And it's so important that we that the, the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, that we may know our calling, that we may know why we are here. Because at the beginning and the end of the day, that's what really matters. At the end of my life, you know, what matters to me is did I live well? Did I love well? And did I lead well? And in order to answer those quests, to say yes to all those things, it's because I know who I am and I know why I'm here, right? And so identity work is fundamental for any transformation that we wish to experience in any area of our lives. And, you know, that requires um, a, a deconstruction of our psychology in order to get to the deeper areas of our soul of healing. And as a psychotherapist or psychologist, I know that you understand this. Psychology, soul, and spirit is the intersection of my work. 
And so, you know, whenever anyone is coming to me to transform their lives and their businesses and their leadership and their expression, we are taking a deep look into their unique psychology with money and in the way that they lead and then being able to recode them back to the divine perfection of their wholeness. What separates us from the thing that we wish to experience in our lives is a new perspective, right? It's a, it's, it's a new perspective and it's a, it's a new embodiment of wholeness within that thing that allows that thing that is not here now with us um, to make its way to us because that really is the reflection of life to the inner work that we, we embody. So this identity work is, is and will always be. You mean there's not a seven-step process system <laughs> formula? No, there's not. From zero to 100K. <laughs> yeah, like there's, there's a beautiful path that I've mapped out based on over a decade of leading people into their abundance, financial abundance. and specific, I launched the Divine Fortune School of Leadership, which is all about, you know, the core competencies of embodiment, you know, needed to create that level of divine fortune in your life, like the embodiment of the soul of you. Like how many people really embody themselves, like where they're fully online that when you hear me, when you see me, you feel me, you're touched by my heart. You know, maybe you tear up when I tear up, but there's something that is a deep, there's presence. And so it's about moving from performance-based living, which was created by the men. The men are what said, this is the, these are the systems, these are the formulas, these are the linear roadmaps that you need to follow in order to get from A to B. But women were not made that way. We were made, you know, to go in circles, obviously, in my embodiment practices, I'm always encouraging my clients to move their hips, move their hearts. And, you know, there's this, the cycles move and cycles and seasons move in rhythms and they move in seasons that are circular in motion. And, and our ascension really is going up like this. And sometimes there's seasons where we haven't mastered and we haven't learned. So we stay in this loop. So whenever we find ourselves repeating the same things or things not working for our for us, and we just seem to keep creating the same results that we do not want. It's because we're stuck in this one loop. And so we have to recode ourselves to disrupt the pattern, create new neural pathways in the brain, recode our nervous system, ladies. So important. Your mindset isn't going to get you the transformation. Mindset is important, but it is still at this point, we are in the age of Aquarius. We are like, we are here. This is it. This is, this is what we've been praying for. This is what we've been asking for. This is what our soul signed up for. And whew, it is, it is, it is time to recode our unique psychology, bring ourselves back to the divine for perfection of our wholeness and finally, finally create that breakthrough where there's been a stuck point in struggling piece. And that's always identity. It's looking at the parts of ourselves where there is doubt, where there is unbelief, where there is separation, where there's this illusion of fear, scarcity, lack, limitation, and separation, which is ultimately the thinking of this world. But good news, I have good news. I have great news. And the news is that there is there is a better way. There is an, there is a path with more ease and grace and joy and love and and flow. There really is. Oh gosh, I'm just enjoying listening to you. And there's so many things I could say about this. First, I got a little like deja vu download when you first started talking. <laughs> and you know, I think that's what's so powerful about uh, you know, divine feminine or priestess. It's not like a logic thought mindset piece necessarily. It really is like you know, the download or the activation or the initiation. And I know for me, like going the PhD route, you know, I was really taught um, a lot of like overachiever, be successful, but don't enjoy it because then you might be arrogant. <laughs> and so for me, really reclaiming like rest and pleasure and really getting into the slowness of that like juicy feminine receptive energy 
has been the key to my financial success recently. So it's like kind of hard to believe. It's almost like, you know, I thought, gosh, this is kind of like a, a get rich quick scheme, but it really is true. The more you embody it and you kind of deepen down into the layers, that's when just the magic takes over. Yes. And we are, we are divine feminine magic on legs. We are the most magical creatures on earth. And when we really embody our divine feminine essence, we become so magnetic and so alluring to all of, you know, the clients, the cash, the divine opportunities, the soul allies, the partners, you know, and, and there is There is a space, you know, Jesus, the Christ talked about, he said, you know, learn from me, watch how I do it. I will not put anything heavy on you. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. There is this dimension of, of unforced rhythms of grace. You know, when Jesus, the Christ, you know, he was the, he was the ultimate, you know, evangelist marketer of all times, right? They followed him. And, you know, there's also a new paradigm in in how we lead and and even how we share our message right now. And it's not going to fit in this dispensation that we are in right now. What got us to this point is not what's going to bring us to into the wholeness of of our world. And, um, you know, when he walked by the boat and, you know, they were the future disciples, they didn't know that they were going to be disciples, but they were fishing all day and all night and they didn't catch anything. You know, Jesus didn't walk by and say, Hey, the reason why you're not catching any fish is because you don't have the right equipment. You don't have the right manager. You don't know what you're doing. You're obviously struggling. You know what I mean? That's the old paradigm way of marketing. Are you struggling with this, that, and this newsflash? That is not fitting in this dispensation. If you're still regurgitating a system that the wounded masculine created for marketing to get people to buy, it's time to upgrade your level of consciousness and really tap into the magic of who you really are. What he said was, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. What are we truly here to share? What is the true message behind what we are sharing where what is the vision where are we going where are we going you know I am an established divine feminine wealthy leader so I don't resonate with marketing that is like are you struggling with are your pain points are maybe that works for more people that are like on their very first step in their journey, but that doesn't attract high level leaders who have been on the path that are not struggling. And like the the message of struggle does not resonate with me. And like, sometimes I, I find leaders and people that are online and I'm like, oh wow, what a beautiful energy. And then I go into their funnels, I go into their world and it's, and I met with this pain. And I really invite everyone listening to get very crystallized in the vision of who you are, why you're here and where you're going and where you're and the mission and movement that you're leading. Because ultimately as a visionary, we have to have a vision that brings people with us, that, that shows the way. So I have, there is a path that I have walked And it doesn't matter where you're at or how long you've been walking on your path. What matters is that you're taking the steps to be on your path. So yours might be one or two steps. Mine might be 12 steps. It doesn't matter. That what matters is what's the, where is the vision and where are you going? And, and are you inviting people into the ultimate highest vision version and vibration of, of, of why you're here and what you have to offer the world? Because that is what Jesus the Christ did. He said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. And that is such a beautiful example that I love to share about the new earth, you know, the new earth paradigm of of leadership and sovereignty and even how to be able to weave that into how we lead, you know, like, would you rather have someone inspired to go where you're going because 
they see a vision that they're aligned with and that they can get on board with? Or do you want to remind them of the pain and struggle and remind them of what's not working for them? It's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new day. I totally get that because as a psychologist, you know, the more I became a healer and a manifester, I was like, gosh, just like, you know, rehashing your problems just kind of keeps you locked into victim mentality. And then when I started really getting involved in coaching and marketing, it was the same thing, like, you know, trigger someone's pain points and then, you know, get them to throw it out lots and lots of money. Not to say that there's not amazing programs out there, but I think that's still like the 3D consciousness. And I think especially in this time, since we've crossed over into 2021 and the divine feminine revolution is happening all around us, I think it is the time to let go of the problems and like really focus on the future and the solutions and that kind of high vibe consciousness that you're talking about. And that's when the magic happens. (laughs) It really, it really does. And you'll find that you'll start attracting higher caliber people Mm -hmm. into your world. You know, like if you're constantly talking about pain and struggle, Mm -hmm. you're naturally going to attract people where pain and struggle is their norm, where pain and struggle is more relatable to them than Mm -hmm. the ultimate vision (laughs) <laughs> of, of, of where you are desiring to lead your mission and movement in the world. And, you know, at the end of the day, again, it comes back to identity work. You know, who am I? Why am I here? And where, where am I going? You know, what is the value I'm here to contribute to humanity? And, you know, I made a sacred contract with the universe when I was 19 years old. And it sounded like, God, if you are real, I was pregnant at the time and my fiance, my son's father decided to choose a different path that, that involved him not being a present father or partner. And so I had to accept that, but I had some kind of sense, even though I wasn't raised with any kind of spirituality or religion or whatever, but I I had enough sense to ask for the divine to guide my life. And I just remember just coming into this place of sweet surrender, although it wasn't sweet. I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty like on my knees at this point, like not desperation, but like I am yours. I just remember saying like, God, if you're real, I need you to help me figure out this thing called life. Mm -hmm. Show me how to be successful. And I promise to dedicate my life and service to you all the days of my life. And that prayer changed the trajectory of my life. It was the very first initiation into my priestess path um, Mm -hmm. on the Christ consciousness path of of the priestess side. And and that that meant coming into the portal of wisdom where I had the wisdom to partner with the divine in wisdom and in co-creation for my life. So I... In that phase of my life, that embodied archetype that I embodied was, you know, the the priestess. And that showed me, that transformed my relationship with life itself to greater ease because now I was able to co-create with a divine intelligence that was greater than myself. I now had a partner that I could actually rely on. I now had a partner that I could, you know, do life with, even though mine left and chose a different path. And then later on, I transformed and really went into this initiation into the queen archetype, which is where I transformed and healed my relationship with money and entered into the portal of wealth. Again, this ease, you know, transforming my life with greater ease around my relationship with money, greater pleasure with money, right? So it's like every evolution was really this beautiful transformation of greater ease in a specific area of life. And then my last most recent initiation, I mean, I'm sure there'll probably be more, (laughs) but up to, I've identified at least three um, archetypes of embodiment and three initiations, but the third one was the goddess. And the goddess in me really was awakened. I found myself 45 pounds overweight. Uh, Even though I was making a lot of money and working, you know, I wasn't overworking. And I understood greater ease in my relationship to money. 
I had no idea how completely disconnected I was with my body and how I was so emotionally cut off from my physical body. And as a result, I consciously chose to heal and transform my relationship with money. And I energetically um, dropped the weight. It's never been an issue again. I came back to my real self because I've always been petite. But, um, you know, it's amazing how when we do this inner work, it literally transforms its energetic work, its frequency shifts, its levels and layers of consciousness and embodiment that when we begin to shift, we begin to heal and we begin to embody and we begin to expand and we begin to evolve. And as a result, that light really shines for other people. And then we can begin teaching the embodiment, the, like not theory, but our true embodiment of the lessons that we have learned and we have embodied and we have mastered. And that's really why we're here. Our purpose is not to find it in life. It's to become it. We are the purpose. And our purpose is to become a vibrational masterpiece. That when people look at us, when they feel us, when they encounter us, that they actually can thank God, thank the universe for us because you are here. That's our purpose. I love that so much. And, you know, for me, the most powerful experiences I've had within coaching containers have all been around embodiment and pleasure. And I really believe that pleasure is the antidote to trauma, having been a trauma therapist, you know, for 10 years uh, past. And Save it so, again, darling. It's so beautiful. I just feel like, you know, pleasure really is the antidote to trauma. Mm-hmm. And Quotables. <laughs> so many women have barriers around just feeling good. You know, if you've been yeah. raised a caretaker, like some of that um, people pleasing mentality, then a lot of times it's like, let me take care of everybody else. And then maybe I get this little like sliver left over. And so I think the best thing you can do to manifest and to align energetically and to increase pleasure in your life is to just make yourself and make it a priority to feel good. And then yes, permission to feel good. And women need so much permission to feel good because we have came into a world, you know, that has been a, has been a man's world. We're taking over now, obviously, Um, but it has been a man's world. And um, that in itself is trauma. Yeah. You know, the, the, you know, the wounded patriarchy, the wounded masculine, is traumatic. You know what I mean? Like, you know, think about like, you know, and the work that we do is so divine and it's so beautiful and it's healing our family legacy, you know, because we are the sent ones, you know, our, most of our mothers, I mean, I'm 41. Um, and at the time of this recording and the time of this live, but you know, my mother wasn't equipped with the wisdom that I have today, her mother wasn't, and grand, my grandmother, great-grandmother. And so the work that we do is literally healing our family legacy. And it's paving such a beautiful way where our future is not having so much trauma, um, where these conditioned um, beliefs are, are weaved into our psyche as a collective and as a society. And, and we're creating you know, we're creating these new archetypes, right? Or it's more like we're resurrecting, you know, we are in the resurrection, you know, Jesus, the Christ, he lived, he died and he resurrected, right? Like that, you know, and he said, greater works will you do than me. So there is this beautiful template of Christ consciousness of ascension where that, you know, we are, we are becoming the role models for future generations and we are rewriting history, her story um, by doing this work. And, you know, the embodiment work is so important, you know, and, and it should not be separate from money and leadership. I bring that specifically into my work of money and leadership and obviously self-expression because, um, you know, you can learn everything you possibly can in your mind and a great foundation of mindset is amazing. Like to have paradigm shifting principles to create a rock solid mindset, which is what I use spiritual principles to create the foundation um, for the mindset to build off of that. But ultimately it is our nervous system. It's, you know, it's, it's the cellular imprinting in our body. It's our breath 
you know, it's, 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 it's within, it's our, it's our sacral chakra, it's our womb, it's our heart, it's our, you know what I mean? It's our hips, women, it's our, it's our hips, our lips and our hearts and our breasts. It's all of what makes us woman. And it's just such a beautiful time to be alive. And it's time for women to remember who we are, to remember the magic of who we are to awaken that inner goddess, to awaken that inner priestess, to awaken that queen within us and to embody these attributes, archetypes. I'm currently writing a book on all of these archetypes that I have personally been initiated to and embodied and mastered and teach, you know, alongside of money and leadership and business and all of this. And the reason why that time is now is because it's time for the remembrance. It's time for the remembrance. And really, ultimately, we're here to walk each other home, back into home, back to the remembrance of ourselves, back to that place where nothing is missing, nothing is broken, where we are divinely perfect, full, and complete. So powerful. I just wanted to add, um, you know, most healers know this, but as you were talking about the legacy, uh, you know, I think it's important to note that, you know, there is no such thing as like linear time. And so like, as we're healing ourselves, we're healing like our ancestors, yeah. the legacy forward. And it's like one big loop of, you know, uh, serenity. It can be. Um, yeah. and really I feel that. I feel that I'm getting really teary because and I just really invite people to like take a breath right here and really feel what it means for you on healing your family legacy mm-hmm. and every level of healing and breakthrough that you experience, you know, imagine your mom, your grandmother, your great grandmother, your great, great grandmother, and your ancestors, you know, witnessing that transformation. Um, I mean, it's just the most beautiful thing. Like if it doesn't move you, like if it doesn't deeply move you, I mean, like, why are we here except to evolve, right? Like we're here to evolve. We're here to, it's not just about our own personal evolution and what we can create for ourselves, but as we evolve and we expand and we embody our, 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 our DNA, I coined DNA as, um, divine nature attributes is what I've coined. And, and when we can come back to our divine nature attributes, we are healing our past and we are healing our future. And, you know, if you want to take it even multidimensional beyond that, we're healing, you know, potentially multiple lifetimes, <laughs> you know, simultaneously. There is a limit to who we are. And where that reach goes, because we are made in the image and likeness of the divine, which is limitless. So when we think about healing on a multidimensional plane, it is so profoundly impactful. And we're creating new codes. And whether you have real children or your lineage are the people that you are are sharing your, your codes within the world. Like it's creating a legacy. It's creating a legacy of love that is recoding consciousness and recoding history, her story. It's, it's such a beautiful time to be alive. And it brings, you know, I'm so grateful that our paths have crossed for such a time as this, you know, because we're walking the path and our light recognizes each other. And this is the time for us to not only lead, but lead with each other and to lock shields and lock hearts and, 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 and just seriously, like this is the time to collaborate like never before and have a platform that is a collaborative platform um, because it's, it's not just about me. It's we, it's us. I love that. And, you know, we all get to rise and I think it's such a great time um, to be particularly a woman spiritual entrepreneur, because like you said, we're getting the code upgrades and social media is evolving. Never before has our, you know, message been so important and needed at this time. Yes. 
and we're in a totally different energy of the galaxy, you know, yeah. we've crossed into 20. Your message, your unique message is needed. Yes, I love that. My unique message is needed. Yeah. And now more than ever, it's, it's important that we embody the soul brand of us, which is, you know, one of, one of the many um, programs of the Divine Fortune School of Leadership, because what I have found is that there's a lot of people that are echoing others, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and in order for us to truly make a difference, we have to embody our fullness and our true soul. Because when we are able, even if, even if we have learned similar things, it's, it's our lives that we have lived and the learnings that we've had that makes the story different and what makes the codes different because there's so there's so there's just such a different frequency right between teaching based on theory and teaching based on a living walking breathing talking walking embodiment of what you teach and there is a difference in the frequency it is felt it is seen it is heard there is this deeper, 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 deeper level of recognition on, on a consciousness and soul level that takes place. So, you know, for us to do the work where we feel comfortable in really allowing ourselves to just be seen fully and heard fully and who we really are is a courageous act, right? It's so courageous to be all of you knowing that there's nothing to prove and that you are absolutely inherently worthy of that acknowledgement and of being felt and of being seen. And so that to me is like the biggest fundamental piece that you build your life and legacy on. You know, it's not, hey, what do I want to do with my life? Logical thing of, oh, I think I'll do this because I'm good at that. Or I think, you know, that's just, You haven't tapped in yet to the heart and the soul of of why you're really here. And and people do need your voice. They need my voice, but they need ours, not an echo of someone else's. And that takes enormous amount of courage to be that and then to show that to the world. But when we can be that and do that, magic begins to happen. And then we can embody the soul of abundance and embody the soul of service and embody the soul of sales and like really get the energetics of all these different pieces so that we can a thousand percent energetically get behind what we say, because that's the difference. You know, what would be possible if you were a thousand percent energetically committed to being the highest vision, version, and vibration of you? What would you say? What would you do? What would you wear? Where would you live? Who would you talk to? What would you be earning? What would you be receiving? What you would you be creating? Who would you be collaborating with? Who would be your mentor? All of these things is from a higher level of consciousness to create your reality versus from an ego place that's, you know, like what's in it for me? I want to come online to make money, you know? Um, and that's a beautiful thing to make money and have a desire to make money. But what I have found that is missing in this online industry and this transformation industry is the love of service. Like, you know, I came in before social media was a thing, right? So it was all, it was service. And, and that's what people need is not only you being the embodiment of you, but why, what's your why, you know? And if our, if our service, if our love fuels our mission and our movement. Like that is what fueled Jesus the Christ. It was the love that he had for humanity and for the ascension of humanity that moved people, you know, and what moves you really does move the people that you're influencing. So don't be afraid to allow yourself to be moved and share what moves you with others because that is what moves the people. It was the movement. It was, I will make, you know, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men was coming from a place of, of, of a deeper level of service for humanity's awakening and ascension. 
So, you know, why do you do what you do? Why do you say what you say? Um, you know, that, that's what moves the people is that deeper, deeper mission. And it doesn't matter if you're selling homes or you're selling relationship coaching. Um, it's, it's our presence that shapeshifts our world and the people around us. It's not our performance. It's our presence-based living. Yeah, like a cashier in a store can be the greatest healer if they're coming with that vibe and sharing it with, uh, you know, the public. I think sometimes, you know, you can tell when people really care and they take a minute from like, hey, how are you? Into like real deep connection. Um, I know for me, that was why I created the Fearless Feminine Academy, which is my signature program around um, visibility fears. Because I know for me, I had been doing the healing work you know, professionally as a psychologist for like 10, 15 years. And then, but coming online, showing all of me and telling my story and, you know, being vulnerable and sharing the shameful stuff and showing up messy and showing up, you know, in the beginning when I was doing it the way I thought I should rather than what was authentically me, you know, it's a a process, you know, it is, it's such a process. I, I feel really led to share that Purification, I teach my students and clients that purification is necessary for service. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I remember when I used to be honored to scrub the toilets of my church many moons ago, many, many moons ago, like it was an honor. And, and we see that even in Jesus the Christ ministry of, you know, washing his servants' feet. And so there were many years that I would speak for free. I would give, you know, if you gave me a microphone, you know, I remember speaking in little restaurants, like anywhere anyone would have me. I remember speaking like in a luxury apartment complex, like clubhouse for a while. I mean, anywhere, anyone would give me the platform or the microphone. You didn't have to give me money. I just wanted to share the love that was in my heart and the teachings that had transformed my life with others. And, you know, I feel like that, that that's missing right now. And, you know, when I say purification is necessary for service, what I'm saying is that you've walked through the fire in your own life and you were able to transcend and transmute the pain into your purpose, your mess now into a positive message and you're qualified then for service. You know, I'm weary of people that have not been purified, you know, where they haven't actually walked through the fires and been able to actually transform and transmute. Because if you are walking through the fire and you're, and you, you know, we're all going to experience pain, but if you don't transform and transmute that pain into love's purpose for the highest good of all, then you walk around bleeding as a leader. Mm-hmm. And your pain starts bleeding and it, it comes through. You see this in how people are delivering their messages. Like you're doing it wrong. They're very parental. They're, you know, like, like feel the energetics, right? Of, of people's presence. And you'll feel <laughs> like, like where their stream is, you know, is it still, is it still, is it still wounded? Is everything wrong? Is everybody doing it wrong? That's where that woundedness comes in, even when you see it in marketing and seeing it when people feel like the way that they have to influence is by pointing out what everybody else is doing wrong or how other leaders are doing it wrong or how other people teach it this way, but that's not the right way. And this is the real way. And oh, we want fresh streams to drink out of, mm-hmm. clean streams clean rivers and lakes to drink from, clean vessels. Purification is necessary for service. Heal yourself, beloved. Receive the healing so that you may be in service for love's purpose. Otherwise, you're bleeding while leading, and it can be felt. Uh, yeah. yeah, I like to say don't stay wounded, healer, uh, because so many... Oh do. And it, it makes sense, you know, if we've identified with it. And so I love mm-hmm. that purification sort of like, um, transmutation ascension process is so powerful and like it or not, we're all going through it because, you know, the vibration and the frequency is raising for all of us on this planet. So I, 
could listen to you for hours. So maybe I'll have you on the podcast. You are incredible. You did a beautiful prayer to open us up. And I'm wondering if you can do, you know, whatever flows through you, but like a prayer to kind of close us and maybe also like a prayer for the vision of this mm. new earth that we're in and for mm. all the incredible women that are stepping up with so much courage and men to transform. Yes, and the men. And men. You know, this, episode on that because I do love to yeah, talk about this is, I mean, I'm so grateful for the men that I'm serving and grooming them to be benevolent queens and being able to give them the divine feminine coding that their mothers, grandmothers, great-grandmothers didn't have, that their fathers didn't embody in their divine masculine. So and this message, you know, I know it's all women, 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 but our healing is very much for the men as well. You know, as a mother of a 21-year-old son, you know, I wish I had the wisdom that I had when I was, you know, 19, 20 years old. Um, so, so yes, may we enter into to the secret place right now. So I just really invite you to put both feet on the flat on the floor and elongate your spine, close your eyes, take a deep expansive breath in through your nose, exhale through your mouth, Ah. place both palms facing upwards on your lap, taking another deep expansive breath in through your nose, exhale through your mouth with an audible sound, Ah. one more time, inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth, Ah, angels, guides, guardians, ascended masters, master teachers, wisdom and record keepers, benevolent beings of light who love us unconditionally. We come before you now, we invoke thee, and we just lift up everyone that's listening, where we uplift our, our world, we uplift this planet, we uplift humanity. Woo! Go ahead and take another deep expansive breath in here. And as you do, and as we've called in our spirit guides and benevolent beings of light, and as we also call in the souls of humanity here, I just invite us to really allow ourselves to rise beyond this earth plane, past the seventh planes of existence, allow your consciousness to rise past the heavens, past the seventh planes of existence, going up, up even more even more, that's right, even more higher, all the way traveling up to where we have connected with our soul star. We are now into the throne, the holy of holies, where creator, creatrix of all life resides. And there we meet our higher self, made in the image and likeness of the divine. And while we are here, and while we have raised our consciousness, I also invite you to root deep down and down and where your root chakra is down into the earth and imagine a golden thread of light going deep. We're still high, but now we're rooting. So we're rooting and rising at the same time. So allow that, that golden thread to go deep into the earth, wrap itself around the core of the earth, giving yourself permission to feel fully supported by Mama Earth, Mama Gaia, as well as above as above so below taking a deep expansive expansive breath here <sighs> i ask for the divine to support us to root deeply and to rise deeper depths higher heights higher heights require deeper depths may we dive into the depths <sighs> that is required to heal and to transmute to feel, to heal, and may we rise above all of the illusions, <laughs> all of the illusions of the thinking of this world, the fear, the scarcity, the separation, the lack and limitation, and may we come back home to the remembrance of the divine perfection of our wholeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, perfect, whole, and complete. May you May the divine walk us all home and may we walk together hand in hand and may we be united like never before. May we love where there are differences. May we support one another. May we bless one another. May we have compassion for one another and may we rise together 
I just bless everyone. I thank you for listening. And so it is. And so shall it be. Amen. 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 And so it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, beautiful. Definitely felt going up higher, higher, higher. (laughs) I love that balance of like rooting back down. Yes. So I felt like you served so much. And really, I felt like this conversation was certainly an activation initiation for me. And I hope also for the audience. Mm. Um, So tell us, where do we find you to work with you? I'm sure people will want to find out right away. Thank you, beautiful. So uh, please find me on Facebook, Tara Grace. Um, and then my website is tara-grace.com. There's a free gift on my website. And then, um, yeah, I have a Facebook group, Divine Feminine Fortune with Tara Grace. So there's many ways to explore, but I think the greatest um, path to connection is authentic connection, which is a real relationship. And I really value that. So feel free to friend me, send me a, send me a message and let's make this connection authentic and real. Yes, I thought it was so powerful when I friend requested you. You sent me like an actual message and wanted to connect. And I thought that that was just so powerful and personal and deep. Yeah. Very authentic, not just like a sales pitch. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yes. I don't want followers. I want real connection. I love that. And a real genuine community. And right now that's needed more than ever, that we are truly connected. Yeah. Otherwise it's just creepy to me. <laughs> like, why are you just like watching my things? You're coming. It's like, that's why I, I guess I haven't really jived with Instagram. It's like more of a followers game and um, Facebook. I've been here since the beginning. Um, so who knows what's where our social media world will take us in the next five years. Um, who knows? Yeah, that will be interesting. Um, you know, I think for you, it's like the divine feminine, divine masculine balance, like giving and receiving. So, you know, it makes sense that you want an actual, yeah, it's giving and receiving versus the one-sided. Yes. And you know, that desire created such a beautiful connection with us. And, you know, now we have this glorious connection and our communities are connected and who knows where, what will be co-created as a result of this. What I do know for sure is that those that have shared space with us today have in fact been touched, have in fact been touched by grace. And that's my prayer. Lovely. Thank you so much. Thanks everybody. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for opening up your heart. You're such a beautiful soul. Thank you for who you are in this world. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for taking a stand. Thank you for transitioning. Thank you for your journey. Thank you for your path. Thank you for your work in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, dear sister. I receive that. Thank you. I hear that and I receive that. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Divine Feminine Revolution podcast. Make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Want to keep the conversation flowing? Find us on Facebook at the Divine Feminine Revolution Facebook group, where revolutionary women gather to listen to their hearts, monetize their gifts, and change the world.